Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Hey, we're in this series, Red Letters. And I am so uh, expectant of what God's going to speak to you through the words of Jesus that were spoken thousands of years ago. They still carry weight and they still carry power. And the reason that he spoke it was not only to speak to those that he was speaking to in the moment, but to speak through the time to speak to you in this moment. So I'm excited to base everything that we believe in, everything that we're going through, base it through the filter of Jesus's words. I know this is going to encourage you. I know it's going to empower you. And all these weeks, I really want to dive into what Jesus spoke to us. And it's going to help you in this season of your life to navigate everything coming your way, everything that that might make you feel a little uncertain, a little all over, but help you be steadfast in the solid word of God. And so today, I've entitled today, Dark Spaces. Dark Spaces. Any of you have some dark spaces, some places where you feel like there is no light, where it feels like you are in a valley? Man, if you've got some valleys in your life, you've been through some seasons in your life of dark space, can you just encourage someone else and let them know that they're not abnormal for being in the dark space? Can you just type in there, I got some dark spaces. Come on, dark spaces. We got dark spaces, and I'm excited for this word. I know, you're probably like, yo, the pastor's lost his marbles. Like he's excited about talking about dark spaces. Yeah, I am excited. I'm I'm really excited. Not because of the dark spaces, but what happens in the dark spaces. All right, we're going to dive in today and see what the Word of God has to say about these dark spaces we find ourselves in. And today, currently, you might find yourself in a dark space. This Word is for you. It's for you to encourage you. It's for you to base everything on so you can have a good filter to look at your dark space right now. And maybe you don't find yourself in a dark space. You just find it a little complicated or whatever, but you know somebody who's in a dark space. This word's for you. See, sometimes we either have a word that we carry and spill, or we have a word that we carry and need. And you might be a carrier that needs it today. You might need hope. You might need reassurance. You might need the word of God to just speak to your situation. Or you might be one that's watching today that you can carry this word and that you'll be able to spill it to those around you. Those that might not have hope and you bump into them and you'll be able to spill the word of God into their life. I want to set the foundation of this message in John chapter 16. If you would grab your Bibles. You might have a big Bible or you might have a light up Bible or whatever your Bible is today. Would you turn in there to John chapter 16, verse 32. I'm reading out of my Bible that has the red letter edition. And so it's got all of Jesus's words in red ink. So you can point out what Jesus said and really ask why he said it. And so today, let's look at John chapter 16, verse 32. It says, Jesus answered, but a time is coming and has come when you will be scattered each to his own home. Yo, does that sound familiar? I think he was talking about quarantine. See, Jesus was talking to his disciples, not about any virus or pestilence that was coming on the world, but he was talking about when he was crucified and what that moment would bring. It would bring absolute chaos, 
to the normality of life. It would bring them to scatter and to be in their own spaces. And the word home there, he, he means to be alone or to be separated. And so he's talking about a time that would come into their life that would be earth shattering. It would create this, this almost confusion in the moment. But Jesus was pre-warning them. He said, you will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Now look at the word peace he uses here because he uses the word irene, okay? The Greek word irene means to unite, to tie things together, to bring wholeness, to bring wholeness. Jesus was saying, hey, listen, there's going to be a time where it's going to cause a little chaos, but I have told you these things in advance so that you could have irene, so that you could have peace. You'd have wholeness. And he goes on to say, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I can only imagine what was going through the disciples' minds when Jesus was talking to them and he was saying, hey, listen, there's going to be a time. It's going to be chaotic. You're all going to be scattered to your own homes. But hey, I'm going to tell you this because I want to give you peace. All right. And here's another thing on top of that you will have trouble. But I've told you these things to give you peace. It's like, I can only imagine what was going through the disciples' heads. It's like, is, has he lost it? <laughs> like, he's talking about this time that's going to cause absolute destruction in our lives as we know it, total chaos. And yet he's saying, I've told you this because I want you to have peace. It's almost like it's this conflict of meaning. It's like Jesus was talking about this peace, this wholeness in the midst of trouble. And the word uh, trouble uses there was flebo. You know, that's a word that you got to say slow. Flebo. Flebo means to press or to be pressed. Jesus was saying, hey, there will be a time in your life when you will be pressed. There will be a pressing time that will feel like it's crushing you. It will be a time. But I have told you all these things to give you a wholeness of peace. And, and he says, take heart. Be confident. Uh, that word take heart is tharsos, which means to be confident or to have courage. In the midst of the pressing, to be confident. And Jesus ends it all by saying, because I have overcome the world. Sometimes we can read this and think it's like Jesus versus the world. But actually in the scripture, Jesus is talking about overcoming all the enemy's plans to overpower the truth of God in your life. And when Jesus came to the world, he was the answer to the problem. He was the solution to the thing that was holding humanity back from being with God. We talked last week about Jesus being the word. And he came to the world to have God with us. And he he took away the separation. He took away the gap so that he could be with us. And he says, hey, take heart, have confidence in that time of pressing because I have overcome the world. And sometimes we can live from conflict to conflict. We can live life through the lens of conflict. You see, I love telling stories through film. And I love how Hollywood does it every single movie where we're on this journey, this roller coaster, where we're in the middle of the scene where we love the hero, we love the person, the storylines based around one person. And then all of a sudden this conflict happens. It takes place and it's this 
Oh my word, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that bad guy behind that rock. I didn't see that moment happening. And all of a sudden, it seems like the world falls apart for the main character. And it's in this moment of conflict. Now we all know, because we've watched enough movies, that you understand that's not the end of the movie, right? There's gotta be resolution. There's got, in fact, when you have that end of the movie that has that cliffhanger where it doesn't resolve, it's like, what the jazz was that? That can't be how the movie ends. Come on, you gotta do something better than that. And we have all these alternative endings that we all create because we're like, no, it has to resolve. But we understand that the, the conflict is not the end of the movie. It's the premise. And the premise of the story is the foundation. And see, God doesn't want us looking at every situation, every conflict as the absolute. He wants us to look at the premise of the story. And this is what he was talking to his disciples about. He was like, hey, listen, there's going to be conflict. It's a given. There's going to be times in your life where you feel pressed, where you feel like, oh, I squeeze. And you feel like, hey, life isn't supposed to be like this. There's going to be trouble. There's going to be hardship. There's going to be times where you feel like you're in a dark space. But in that time, take heart and be confident because I have overcome. The premise of the story is I've already laid it out. Everything is for making you better. And what Jesus was teaching his disciples is to ask the right questions. And you might be asking a lot of big questions right now, especially with all the loss that we're feeling. Uh, you might have lost your job. You might have lost a loved one. A lot of us are feeling a lot of loss, loss of normality, loss of time that we used to spend doing something and now we're replacing it. And it's all these different losses in our life. And in those moments, you might have huge questions. You might be asking big questions about your faith, you might be asking big questions to God. Why could you let this happen? Why are you letting this happen to humanity? Why are you letting a lot of people die like this? You, know, you might have huge questions and that's okay because God is a God of the process. He actually encourages us to ask questions, to be in conversation with him. That's why this is not about religion, it's about relationship because you need to be able to bounce back and forth. To have that process, David showed us this in the Psalms all the time. He's like, God, where are you? God, what is this? God, why is this happening? God, why have you forsaken me? I mean, all these huge questions where he finds himself in a dark space and he's like, God, where are you? What's happening around me? And that's okay. But it's in, we need to have that safe place of processing. And that's what Jesus was telling his disciples. He's saying, there's gonna be a lot of things in your life that happens that's gonna be troubles, it's gonna be hardship, it's gonna have you scatter, you're gonna be, you're gonna feel like sometimes you're alone and isolated. But in that time, take courage. So we have to ask the, the question, what is trouble? What is the dark space for? What is that time in our lives for? If you hit that season, and for a lot of us, that's right now. We're hitting the season of the pandemic happening and life as we know it is out the window. And so we find ourselves in a space that is dark. We find ourselves in a place of trying to figure out what is this for? And Romans lays out this promise for his children says, and God causes all things to work together for the good of his children, of those who love him or are called according to his purpose. So knowing that promise that God causes all things to work together for our good, the question becomes, what is developing in the dark space? Would you write that in your notes? A question to ask yourself and to really process through. What is developing in the dark space? What does God want to develop in you? If you know that all things work together for the good of you, then what is working together right now inside of you? 
What is God causing to bring all of these details, all of these things in to make you better, to make you stronger? So we celebrated Easter, Jesus rising from the dead. The Bible says that he appeared to the disciples, but Thomas wasn't there. Now, Thomas, a.k.a. Didymus, by the way, that name is up for grabs if you're looking for a baby name of 2020, Didymus. How sick is that? Thomas wasn't there. So the disciples are trying to tell him, hey, we saw Jesus. We saw him. It was amazing. He died, but he rose again. He, he was in the room and we saw him. And he's like, wow. And Thomas is like, I'm not buying it. <laughs> no, there's no way. And the disciples are like, no, 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 you've you got to believe us. And he's like, no, I won't believe it unless I see Jesus myself. And you might be in that space where you're like, yo, listen, I hear about God moving in everybody else's life. I hear about everybody talking about how God is good. He moves mountains. He's the God of miracles. But in this time, I feel like I'm in such a dark space. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. And I want to show this story because it shows really the, the way that Jesus reaches out to the individual and how Jesus is reaching out to you. Even in this message, God wants to speak to you. In John chapter 20, we pick up the story in verse 26. It says, a week later, his disciples were in the house again. Yo, they were hiding See, what had happened is Jesus caused ruckus, and now the leaders were out for his disciples. And so the disciples were hiding for their lives. They were in their homes nonstop. They were quarantined in fear of their lives. And we find them a week later again in the house with Thomas. And see, it says, though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them. <laughs> see, I love those little details that the Bible gives us. It says, though the doors were locked, Ooh, see, I love what, whatever we think we lock, Jesus can invade. Whatever we think we shut out and say, you know what? I am in a place where no one can reach me. I'm at a space where I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at the place where nobody can touch me. Nobody can get to me. Jesus looks at that as an opportunity to reach you. And you might be in a space right now, locked door in fear for your life, not sure what's going to take place. And in that space, even with everything locked out, God wants to invade it and speak to you. And here's what Jesus said. These are the red letter words, y'all. This is what he said. He said, peace be with you. Now, wouldn't it just be like Jesus to use the same word peace that he used back when he was prophesying over this moment? When he said, hey, listen, there's going to be trouble. There's going to be pressing. But I've told you this because I want to give you peace. Irene. I want to give you Irene right now. I want to give you peace, the wholeness in the middle of the storm. And I love that Jesus invaded that space, that dark place where the disciples were hiding in fear. And in that space, God invaded it. And Jesus said, peace be with you. Let wholeness take over your heart. You have to be confident knowing I am moving. I don't know where you find yourself hiding today. And you might find yourself in a place that feels dark, isolated, away, and you just feel like nobody can reach you. In the middle of that space, Jesus wants to let you know that there is no space that is without purpose. There is nothing that is not for your good. There's nothing that is not for development in you. 
You know, before we got digital pictures and we could do everything from our phone, we had to actually process photos. And I was reading up on it because do you know that the process is so intricate that you have to be in a dark space, you have to have negative light, and then when you bring that picture out the first phase, you have to expose it to a little bit of light. And when you expose it to a little bit of light, the picture starts to be clarified. It starts to come to the surface, if you would. And in that moment, the, the picture is very faint. And a lot of us, we stop in that process where the picture is faint, where it's not super clear, it's not a place where we understand everything, but, but it's, we can just see a little bit of it. But there's another chemical that needs to be placed on the photo in order to clarify it, and it's called the developer. It's the chemical of development. And when this chemical goes on, it starts to deepen the darks. It starts to bring contrast. And what that does is it brings clarity. Can I tell you that in this moment where you might feel so dark, in that moment where your friend might feel so isolated, that's the moment that God wants to bring his additive to your life. He wants to bring his word of peace, his wholeness into your life. So it starts to develop. It starts to bring the highs and the lows to contrast so that you can see clearly what God is trying to develop. Come on, would you type in the comment box that he's developing something. In that dark space, God wants to clarify. God wants to bring out definition. What does God want to develop in your dark space? Come on, somebody. He never wastes a space, even though it may look hopeless, even though it may look like out of line for the character of God, he is developing something in you. He's gonna use this for your good. See, you gotta see something. Hold on, let me show you. I kind of picture it like this. Like when you try to control the dark space, when you try to control those moments, you try to lock the doors and think you're all secure. It's like building your house, right? I have these eagle playing cards because uh, Zion just got them for his birthday. So I asked him if I could use them. He was gracious to say yes. And sometimes this is how we, we treat life, right? Is we are building our structure and it feels really good when times are good, right? It feels like, okay, that's pretty solid, yeah. We see an Instagram post or we see, you know, a good quote. And so we base everything on it, get a tattoo with it, right? It's like, yeah, YOLO, you all live once. And so this is like what we base our life on. But as soon as the storm comes, as soon as something hard happens, as soon as we find ourselves in a dark space, our structure is gone. And we feel hopeless, and we feel inadequate, and we feel like everything has fallen apart and nothing makes sense. And now we're trying to put back the pieces of our life and saying, well, I did this back in the day, but the storm keeps, keeps blowing and keeps falling and, and we feel like nothing is secure. I mean, have you ever felt like this? Where it's just frustrating. It's like you're trying to keep your life together. You're trying to keep your house together and nothing's working because you just lost your job. Now things that were secure are no longer secure. And then then all of a sudden, now your, your family's sick and now you start thinking, oh my word, are we next? Like, like is, is this gonna happen to us too? This can't be happening. And then all of a sudden, storm comes and blows. Uh, the other night when the big tornado winds came through, the winds were blowing and our house was shaking. I mean, it was like a little nerve wracking, but, but we were in a safe place. And sometimes we can build our structure in a point where we don't know. I mean, that when life hits, the structure does blow down. We're like, wow, I thought life was based on something. And now I'm looking at the heavens saying, God, where are you? I see God's heart in everything. So he wants to create a safe place for you to develop. 
And I got this by permission of my daughter, but she has this epic dollhouse. Look at this thing, solid. And see, what we do is when we come into a place where Psalm 91 talked about, where we find refuge, we find a shelter in the Most High. And the beauty is God wants to create a safe place for you to have your dark space development. See, if the photos are exposed to light too prematurely, then everything will be ruined. You can't handle the exposure. And see, there's some things in your life that need to be processed. They need to be developed. And God knows that. He needs to develop some character in you that's not there currently. And there's some things in you that need to develop so you can handle every storm that comes your way. You'd have the things in place in order to help you best weather the storm. God wants to create this space. Look at this thing, man. You got levels, you got stairs, you got rugs in here. She has these little shell stickers that are pretty dope in here, but this is a safe place. This is a structure. Nothing's gonna shake this thing down that when the winds blow, it's not moving. And this is where God wants you to be. In the middle of the chaos, in the middle of the dark space, he wants to create a safe place for you to have peace, wholeness, for you to have a, a sense of confidence in what he is doing in you. He's developing something in you. No season is wasted. Nothing is just because. Everything is for a reason. And God has a reason for this time in your life. And God did not cause this to happen in your life, but God is gonna use it for the betterment of who you are. God's gonna use it to develop something in you that wasn't there before. And God's gonna use it to make you better. We see this promise in 2 Corinthians 4, 8. And this is Paul talking. And he says, he says, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. Come on. That's a great promise for us to understand, to be grounded in, to know that, hey, we will face times of trial. You will face times of grief. You will face times of that. And it might feel like you're at the end of your rope, but you are never at the end of your hope. You might be in a place that's crushing and you feel like it's in a place of destruction, but can I tell you that God has a plan. He has something that's working in motion. It's for your good and he will never let you decay. Paul says, hey, in this moment, God's going to get the glory because what Jesus did on the cross, how he rose again from the dead, and that new life now lives in us to shine for others to see. So the big question is, what does God want to develop in you in this season? Does he want to develop patience? Does he want to develop endurance to be able to withstand storms? Does he want to develop the ability to love unconditionally and to love as a choice, not an emotion? Does he want you to base your joy on eternal things and not temporary things? Maybe God wants to develop in you the ability to have joy in the middle of the storm, to have peace in the middle of the chaos, to know that he is for you no matter how the circumstance looks. Maybe for some of you, he's developing a way to be loving and encouraging to those around you. He's developing some leadership qualities in you to look deep inside and to develop things of character. 
God is going to use this time in your life to clarify. He's going to break through the locked doors, come in and speak peace in that moment. He's going to speak peace with his presence because the Bible promises us that where he is, he is the prince of peace, that all things of chaos must bow to his word, must bow to his presence. So when we invite the prince of peace in, we invite all that surrounds him to develop us, to give us that sense of who we are. Back to the question, what is God developing in us? What's this trouble for? Why are we going through a dark space right now? Can we look at Romans chapter five? I think it'll bring a lot of clarity to the moment. Romans chapter five, starting in verse one, says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace, that same word, wholeness. We have that joining all things together to bring wholeness, that peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. What? Slam on the brakes. We rejoice in our sufferings. We rejoice in the dark space. Yes, because when you understand what the dark space is for, you got to bring some clarity to that dark space. you got to bring some purpose to that dark space. It says, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Suffering produces perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. See, what you have to understand is this season is producing something in your life. This season is developing something in you. It's developing character. It's developing a hope, a hope that's not based in wishing, a hope that is based on the knowledge of who God is in your life, of the knowledge of what he's spoken over you, the knowledge of what he has prophesied into your future, to know that he has a plan for you, not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future that in the middle of captivity, in the middle of the dark space, in the middle of the place we find ourselves that is out of line with what we feel like should be happening, the conflict, the time where it's like, what just happened in that space? God is producing something in you. Come on. Come on, help somebody out type. He's producing something. Come on, help him. Say, he's producing something in you. He's producing something through this time. This season is not a waste. God is developing something in you. This season is not to bring destruction on you. This season is to develop something in you. And though it may not make sense, and though from the outside looking in, it looks like total disaster, total failure. That's what the cross looked like. If from the outside, if they had YouTube back in the day, it would be on the biggest fails. Because if you just looked at it through that lens of that specific situation, you just said, Christ failed. He said all this stuff about being the Messiah, saving people, being the son of God. But if you just look at the cross, he failed. And if you just look at this one situation, you might say, I failed. God's failed me. This one situation may bring a sense of doubt, a sense of worry, a sense of not knowing what to do next. But in this time, you can know this season is producing something because the premise, the foundation of the story is still at work. And it's to bring about goodness that he has 
overcome all things that get in the way of you developing into your best self. He has overcome all things that stand in the way of you producing character, of you producing those things that are gonna keep you solid, grounded, founded in the word of God. So you say, how do we do this? How, how do we combat those moments when I feel like, oh, I'm just in the space of isolation, darkness, because you might be in that space and that's not wrong, we're human. We all have those moments where we feel like we're at the end of ourselves and we, we can't grasp onto anything that seems solid. Jesus had one of those moments where he was 40 days, 40 nights of fasting, and he comes up to this conversation with the devil, and the devil comes in, and he's trying to tempt him with all these things. Hey, wouldn't it be just easier if you just ate? Wouldn't it be easier if you just bowed down to me? And we find Jesus combating the lies with the truth. He combated with the word of God. He always came at it with the absolute foundation. And right now, more than ever, you need to have a solid word of God ready to go. You need to have that Psalm 91 ready to crack open to say, you know what? No, this is base of my life. This is the premise. This is the foundation. I know that no matter what the lies happen, no matter what things try to creep in and, and fill my heart, right now I will base it on the word of God, knowing that God is for me. So who can be against me? Know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Know that God causes all things to work together for my good. That's a good one to write down. In fact, write in your notes right now. If you haven't yet written down that scripture and learned it, learn this promise and learn this principle in your life. Romans 8, 28. For God causes all things to work together for your good. Another good scripture is James chapter one. And I encourage you to read it this week. James chapter one, you can literally read the whole chapter, but it was to the tribes who had been scattered because of persecution, because of feeling in that dark space. And this is a beautiful promise to say, God's not done. He is finishing something new. He's developing something in you. In fact, James says he de he's developing perseverance. And when it's finished, you'll be mature and complete. You might be saying, hey, I find myself in a dark space. I find myself in a place locked up. I find myself in a place of doubt, a place of questioning, a place of feeling at the end of my rope. But today, I wanna to encourage you with the word of God, that he speaks over you. He's developing something in you. This time might not look good, but God wants to cause it to work together for your good. So wherever you're watching from, if you find yourself in a dark place today, let me encourage you, don't do it alone. Please don't get isolated in this, don't walk the doors, but allow those who love and want to encourage you with the word of God and speak that truth to your situation, let them in. Because in this time, more than ever, Jesus wants to invade your space. He wants to walk right into your life and with him, bring peace. And right now, if you're feeling like you're in that dark space, hey, right now, we're not too far away. I believe that God can reach you right where you are, that he can invade that space, even though you might have locked the door, you, know, you might have just caused all things to be out of your life right now. I believe that Jesus can come into your space right now. And wherever you're watching from, Jesus can invade that territory. So I want to release that peace in your life. If you just receive it today, you find yourself in a hopeless space, you find yourself in a dark place where you're like, hey, I don't know if I can keep going. Hey, would you just receive what I'm about to release into your life? And I just want to pray over you, pray over your heart and your mind that Jesus comes in and speaks that word of peace. 
the beautiful words of Jesus, the red letter words, the, the important words with weight that cause things to move. Let me just release that into your life. We just receive that right now. Jesus, I just thank you for my brothers and sisters, for those that are watching this stream today from wherever they are. And it might be, uh, might be in a space where they feel so isolated, they feel so outcast, they feel so neglected, they feel abandoned even in this situation because it might look dark, it might look hopeless, right now, God, I pray that you'd speak your word of peace. Irene, that's peace of wholeness, that peace that passes all understanding. God, I just release that into their homes. I release that to their bedrooms. I release that to their space. I circle their territory, God, that wherever they go, if they go into work, circle that place with your peace. That in that dark space, they would understand God, you're there to develop them. You're there to develop character. You're there to develop hope, a hope in who you are. We just thank you for your presence right now, God, and we invite it into our lives every day that your word would change us from the inside out, that your word would encourage us. It would bring hope and life into this season. That no matter what looks like is happening, is factual, God, we base it on the word of our Father, the solid word. In your name we pray all of this. Amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.